Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Okay, so I'm kind of annoyed because... So, okay, first of all, there's this new, like, makeup trend thing happening Uh that I, of course, learned from fucking TikTok. Yeah. It's this no makeup makeup look that you do your makeup with only skincare products. What does that even mean? So like moisturizers, serums, tinted things that are not makeup, but they're tinted or colored in a way that you could use them for makeup. Okay. I mean, it does. It just, wouldn't it look like you only have foundation on? No, because it's so sheer and dewy that it literally just looks like it's like a little bit of color correction and that's about but it. Mostly just a clean face. A clean face. A yeah. clean, you glowy can still face. contour sure. because there's a bronzer tinted serum. Oh. You could still add a little blush because there's another serum that has like a red tint to it oh. to color correct. You know what I mean? Okay. So it, it so does look like a full face. Okay. I got super into this because I'm, I'm sure. Super into skincare, more so than makeup. I'm obsessed with skincare. And I got all the things, but I made a rookie mistake. Oh, no. And I should know better, but I have very sensitive skin. Very sensitive skin. Oh, no. And I tried one, two, three, four new products (laughs) in one day. And I got some breakouts and Um, they're very tiny. Like you can't even see them. They're like right around my mouth though. They came about 24 hours later. I was washing my face last night before bed and I was like, what the fuck is this? And so based on the placement, I have detected that it's either the serum because that goes all over the face or the tinted sunscreen. So I have it narrowed down to two of the four products, which is really great. So I'm going to do the whole thing again, but with just one of them and see if I have a breakout 24 hours later. And if it's not that one, then I'll try the other one and I'll probably have to return it because it's just, it's like this just little tiny bumps that like 
Yeah, no. It's I not know. like a pimple, but no, like, I know what you, mean. you know what I mean? You're just like but irritated. Very Almost much like, the, like light eczema reaction. Almost. Yeah, yeah. I loved the look so much. That's what I was wearing on Sunday. I don't know if you remember my face, but I didn't have on a lick of makeup on Sunday. Oh, I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't I did, have known. Well, okay. I take that back. I did do mascara. Well, sure. There's like, so in the video, they're like, just curl your lashes. And I'm like, mind are blonde. <laughs> like you're I like, have to put something on them. You're like, that wouldn't work for me. <laughs> but I love it. And I love skincare. And I love the idea of just doing skincare as makeup. Because as someone who is still recovering from like a traumatic hatred of her skin for many, many decades of my life, maybe not many decades, many years of my life. I just think it's really cool. And just the like lightness of what I'm able to use now product wise is I'm obsessed with it. So it makes me happy. I wish I could like go talk to my old 16 year old self and be like, it'll be okay. No, there's part of me that like agrees with that, that I wish I could tell her like the breakouts will stop. Like you won't necessarily have acne for the rest of your life. So breathe a little, but also aging is hitting me really hard. Really? Like, I don't know why. Like, I mean, I think I just, so I'm super clear. I think aging is beautiful. And like, I love it's a privilege. it on everyone. And I think it's so stunning, but there's something about it happening to me that like yeah. is alarming. Like if it's like my, the years are slipping by too fast or like, okay, well, here's, I have a theory for this. Okay. Okay. I believe that this can sometimes, at least in the way that I feel like it impacts you, is it kind of goes hand in hand with, and I think you've said this before. I know we joke about like, oh my God, I'm so old or my body's crickety or like I go to bed early or whatever. But I at least, because I just had a birthday a week ago, you had a birthday a couple weeks ago and people are like, oh my God, do you feel older? Do you feel different? Do you feel whatever? And I keep asking people who are older than me, when will I feel my age? Because I don't feel my age. I don't feel older yet. Who let me have a child? I am almost mid thirties, not quite. And like, I don't know what this, how am I supposed to act at this age? Because I don't know. And so I was doing some like digging and basically I followed multiple therapists on Instagram, but I just so happened to see in my feed, something was like, if you always have been sitting here, like, when am I going to feel old? When am I going to feel my age? I don't feel old yet. How am I supposed to act at this age? It's probably because you never got to be a child because you had to grow up super fast and like take care of other people. So at the age you feel right now is like an older person or older as in our age, you have felt for years, like you've already felt this person. So this isn't you feeling young, it's you feeling your age, but you have felt this age like for the last 10 or 15 years. And so they're like, sometimes then visibly seeing your age come to life is really jarring because you're like, but I felt this age at 16. So why don't I look 16? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think you're just hitting it on the head. And I'm like, I I think I might need to talk to my therapist. It's a lot. And it's, there's a lot going on personally, too, that age plays a big factor in all of it. So anyway, I'm fine. (laughs) We can talk about something less personally alarming. And anyone wants to share your no makeup, makeup, skincare only recs for me, I will take them 
immediately. I am that obnoxious person who like sees a TikTok video and I'm like immediately add to my cart. Like I'm in a like I'm You're going so to try funny. I just don't I think about stuff way too long. I'm still thinking about those shark sandals from this summer that I never bought. <laughs> See, yeah, mine is I mean, skincare, I'll pretty much immediately buy. Other things I'll add to my wish list and come back to if I'm still thinking about it. But skincare is like, I know I can return it if it doesn't work for me. And so it's just like, I'm going to buy it and try it. If it changes my life, then amazing. If it makes me break out, then I'll return it. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you're so funny. (laughs) And I wouldn't, my skin is like so sensitive that I just, I'm very leery about trying new things. Although I'm also stupid in that like, I'll get in a rut and like use like all these like really nice, super clean everything. And then like one day I get in a mood and at Target, I buy like, no, (laughs) no. (laughs) Well, now you can buy quality stuff at Target or at least some of them because they have like their mini little. Yeah. I just need to get more clear on what's clean there. I think the big thing is I probably need to. I need to get Jared on board with me going to Sephora or Ulta and dropping a few hundred dollars is what Brian knows once a year, I always do it around my birthday because I like replenish my stock and it is going to be an expensive trip. Why is it so expensive anyway? I mean, your skin is your biggest organ. Take care of it. Okay. Let's talk about, I was going to say other organs, but that doesn't make sense. Let's talk about your body as an entire thing. (laughs) Oh my. Okay. So happens to it. We're talking about unanticipated leave and the things that you guys aren't doing in your business currently that has me concerned for the future longevity of your business. Cause that's really what it's about. It's not necessarily about you taking the leave so much as you being prepared for the situation. And I know in the past we've done episodes that have talked about preparing for maternity leave or preparing for a longer vacation or break. And those are great, amazing things. But most of the time, those are things that we can anticipate with some level of certainty. Like, okay, maybe you don't know the exact day, But Mm -hmm. you know within a window that it's going to happen and you can do all these things in advance. Yeah. My bigger concern right now, just with like what I've been seeing with some clients, but then also things that have literally happened in our own business. I was like, because tell them about our last fucking eight weeks, six weeks. Actually, this year. This whole year has been a mess. We've had, you know, in the past, Emily and I both have had major medical health things that have popped up. But usually it was like more of an ongoing thing or an anticipated thing in some regard. But this year has been the bigger year of like, someone's sick, and then they're out for like 10 days. Like, and like, not like, oh, sick, like, let's have a chat and figure stuff out. No, like, do not contact will not make sense they can't help you at all (laughs) no no well and we've had multiple like we both have been sick twice pretty severely I was sick twice specifically so three times sickness and then you've had personal family stuff go on where it's like I need to go I have to go check on this thing do this thing handle this thing in and out 
And then I had two family instances that were like that back to back, like within weeks of each other. And one of where I had to go out of town. And so, and it was a very like, hey, so I'm leaving today. Like I have to leave today to go to this thing. And I don't know when I'm coming back and I'm devastated and I can't focus on anything. And so goodbye and good luck. And it was just outie. Well, and the thing is, you know, this is happening with us. But then around us, I've seen things where someone suddenly has a family member with a major medical issue or even a death. And so like, they're gone, like they're on an airplane and they're gone, like within less than 24 hours. Or I've also seen the main player of a business have something pop up that they just didn't anticipate. Like, We have a close friend who runs the business, runs the sales behind the thing. And he has a knee replacement that literally came apart in his knee. And now he can't work at all. And so I want you guys to be thinking about how do we protect and keep the business operational if and ultimately when things come up. And, you know, sometimes it's going to be for longer periods. And if that's the case, then there's other things you would be doing inside the business. But I'm talking about like unexpected, unexpected, 10, 15 days at the time. Mm -hmm. Like, what are we going to do to make sure if the business keeps running. Cause here's ultimately how I want things to work. And I just don't think you're currently set up for success here. One, I want the business to ultimately be completely operational without you in it. Like you should be able to step away from every single task you do in the business and someone can cover you. I'm not saying They're going to do everything you would be doing while you're gone, but then... And it's not forever. (sighs) And it's not forever, but they could either, you know, if they don't have this skill set themselves, they could outsource a piece or they could put something on pause and effectively communicate with clients or they could actually do it for you or, I mean, whatever. But like, if you had to walk away and people had to get paid... And your clients had to be served and communicated with, and the business could keep earning money while you're out. Yeah. <laughs> then that, like, there's some plan. Ultimately, like-, like your audience or your clients or your prospects or whatever, like maybe your clients and your prospects might, depending on where they're at in the process. But as a whole, like there will be people who don't even realize that you're gone. 100%. It shouldn't be such a disruption that everyone's now blatantly aware. There might be little things you're having to communicate with certain clients because a deliverable gets pushed back or whatever, but it shouldn't be so disruptive that the whole world is just like so aware that things are awry for you. And when I feel like some of y'all are thinking about this through the lens of how can I train someone to do my job so that like eventually I don't have to be the only one doing it? Or what if I do want to leave? Again, you're thinking of planned things, right? And so you're like, how can someone else like sell or serve clients or do this deliverable or whatever? 
But we're talking about like those little tiny things that happen behind the scenes that you don't even like remember that you do, or you don't even realize you're the only one who knows where that is or how to get to it, how to access it, what the process is like. Those little things honestly are more of a thorn in the side of your business when you're gone than the big things. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Yeah, and this can feel... A bit overwhelming at first, because what I'm not saying 
is that you need to be completely replaceable and that the business doesn't need you to run it day to day. That's literally not at all what we're saying. We're saying that the business can keep operating for two weeks or 30 days if you step out on the job immediately. Mm-hmm. Okay. And does that mean you're going to have to make a couple phone calls or send some texts or like make a voice note? Yes. But like that would happen regardless. We're talking, are things documented? Are systems in place? Is there access available to people, even if it's not something they're doing all of the time? And, you know, I think for a long time, Emily and I both held things so close to the point that like, literally at one point, we were mad at each other because notes were like physically on someone's desk in another state. And we're like, how is that helpful? How's that going to help either one of us in this situation? Yep. Well, I was just going to say, I think the biggest area for this, which sounds super boring, but can be the most frustrating for people who are trying to step in when you step out is literal like file access and management. It is truly like the sexiest thing ever. (laughs) Yeah. The funnest part of your business. (laughs) Like, do you have access to files remotely for everyone on your team? And that doesn't mean that certain people maybe don't have a folder shared with them and that you wouldn't need to add them to something if necessary. But like, but is it in one place Does it make sense? Are the naming conventions easy for someone to hop into your drive, hop into your Dropbox and search for the thing that they need to be able to find it? Are your client contacts in a centralized location that if you aren't the one doing the communication that someone else can easily find someone's email and send a notice for you? Like, do you have client notes and client files in a project management location that everyone that needs to access can access. Are there things like consider this, we have a client, her role is literally emergency management and planning. And like, this is not that like, this is not there's a fire or there's a mental health crisis at your location or there's a natural disaster. This is not that, but this is like doing this is sort of like a phase one to being prepared for these other things of like, if you're the one who does payroll and pays everyone on the team and you're suddenly gone, like, can Are, is your team going to get paid? Is your team going to get paid or is everyone going to walk? Mm-hmm. Well, and so we were, you know, I was sick, came back, was getting into the swing of things. Abby got sick and was out, out. And we had to do a quick shuffle around. So there were meetings that were rescheduled, but we communicate. I like just took everything you off. Could the- see my calendar. Right. So you- your calendar. So I knew what was on your plate, knew what to communicate. You sent me a handful of boxes. And when you would get like some awareness of what was happening in your brain, you would like brain dump me like here are some bullet points that need to be addressed. But it wasn't the how to do it or where to find it. It was like, this is the thing that needs done. And I was fully equipped with like knowing where things are, knowing how and what to communicate to the person and what that meant to have that thing be done. I think in the grand scheme of things with like how everyone was in and out, there was only one prospect that got lost in all of that 
like all of that. Clients stayed happy. Clients kept paying. Team got paid. Things got rescheduled. Literally only one person was just like didn't respond to and it. And that was really, it wasn't even that we, because we didn't communicate, we told right, no, we did to reschedule <laughs> and like the team adequately yeah. shared those things. He just didn't ultimately respond, which is fine. But like to have that little of a disruption in the grand scheme of things, I think is really just a sign of how much like, cause I get it. Like you're running a business. There are absolutely things you're not putting in your project management system. There are absolutely things on your to-do list that only, you know, you need to do. I get that. But if you had to suddenly go away, go away, go away. Could you give someone the bulleted list of the things in your brain and then they could just handle it without any instruction? Like if the answer is no, then like there's things you need to be doing to prepare for these kinds of Mm -hmm. things. Like what do your files look behind the scenes? Are you naming things appropriately? How do people access things? How are permissions shared? Can everyone see your calendar? If someone really needed to log into your email, could they do that? I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if your info is in Asana. No, I don't know if it is necessarily. I mean, and you'll still, every time you leave, you will find holes. You'll find, "Mm, I should probably also do that thing. But you can't just like wait until the next time it happens. Mm -hmm. Like you have to proactively address these things. You know, I thought I could go on forever without being the only one who knew how to run payroll or handle benefits or whatever. But like, if we're talking about continuation of a business operations, it is dangerous for me to be the only person who knows that. Because if, if I, God forbid, were in some kind of car accident and like was unconscious, like someone needs to know how to access the bank account. You know what I mean? Like at that point, sure, the laundry list of things I didn't write down aren't happening, but like the major things still would. Right, right. Well, and I will add to this that I think the biggest thing that actually serves and helps us when an unexpected thing goes awry and happens is, do you know it? I regular check-ins with the team, regular communication, give the slack. I don't know. I don't have no idea what you're going to say. Our business values. Oh, yes. Two. So we have six or so business values. Two are external, two are internal. One that's external is life first, but one that's internal is lighthearted. And those two come into play immediately when drama, things outside of our control, crises are happening behind the scenes. Because I think that when unexpected stuff happens like that, it's really easy for the people who are left in the office to feel the stress and the urgency of like, oh God, this person's out. Okay, we need to do this and do that and do this. And it's just this like, like everything is an emergency. Everything's a fire. We got to do it all right now immediately. And because those are our values, one, life first serves us in the way that we can say, Hey client, hey prospect, hey lead, hey person, we're going to need to reschedule. One of us isn't feeling well. No problem. We've already communicated that that's the type of business we run and our clients, we could easily cancel. We didn't have to, but we could easily cancel stuff with our clients slash reschedule if something like that came up and it would be expected that we would honor our health or our family above everything else because we've communicated that. The lighthearted value comes in within our team and how we handle the crises. So it's 
yes, let's focus, let's huddle, let's be proactive about making sure we all help each other achieve this thing. But we're like, let's laugh about it. Let's send some memes. Let's like cheers our coffee to each other because like, oh my gosh, our day just derailed and everything else can go to the wayside. Here's the punch list of actual priorities now that things have changed. And our team was so fucking flexible and just like knocking stuff off the list and just being knowing what they needed to prioritize, even though they had a to-do list that they wanted to tackle that day or that week. And knowing that we had their back in rescheduling priorities and deadlines and all of that because of these things. Well, and the part that I think is really remarkable, honestly, is like, we're only like 30 or 45 days into a completely new aspect of our internal operations. And so like two and a half weeks into it, I'm, I'm <laughs> flat on my back. Like, yeah, bye. <laughs> And there just had been so much communicated up front about how we were going to handle things. And like, you know, it'd be really easy when you add something new to your business to like, wait to make some decisions, but it was like, how can we insert this new thing into our already operating business? Like, how can we add communication channels that are consistent? How are we going to name those things so we know where to find stuff? Like, those were things that were happening week one of a new thing. Like, and sure, there's things that needs tweaked. And sure, there's things that are going to continue to pop up. And we're going to have to continue to uh, streamline. But it didn't matter who was doing those things. It could still be handled because everyone on the team has some form of backup. And is it always like a perfect, straightforward backup? No, it's not. And sometimes the backup is their backup saying, this is not going to get done until they get back. And I'm going <laughs> to communicate that to the, thing, to the people or whoever's affected by it. But that's okay because... They at least know, and there's some level of honoring the thing around it. But, you know, ultimately, when so I think operationally is the thing I want you thinking about first because it's usually the thing that's easier to handle. It's usually the thing that, like, okay, these are things that are going to help us every day anyway. The thing that I think is like the next level thing, and it is definitely more of a challenge to get there, but it is something I want for you eventually. And it may not happen now. It may take a couple of years, but I would love for you personally to get to the point that you are not the only person who can bring money into the business. It is just a really dangerous way to operate your business. And while you may still be primary salesperson in the grand scheme of things, you don't want to be the only person who knows how your financial systems work. And like, you know, sure, I may be doing the sales calls, but in my absence, Emily could run an entire promotion and sell a course and and charge I'll people. My webinar will host one tomorrow. Exactly. Like there wouldn't be a question as to if the business could bring in money. The way she might go about it is different, but like there's checks and balances there. And I see so many of you who are owning every contact, every prospect, every discovery call. And it's like all in your zone of understanding. I'm even sharing my sales pipeline with the whole team. Like Mm -hmm. none of that's a secret who I'm talking to and what I'm talking to them about and what I'm pitching them 
at every stage that's getting updated. Like I just, I don't want you to be the only one owning that. And it can be hard to kind of get to that point, but it is worth it in the grand scheme of things. Truly. I know it's not the sexiest to look at behind the scenes of your business, but it's the structure that enables the sustainability period, whether you're in or out. And the structure serves you also when you're working day in and day out in your business, not just when you're gone. So it's important to focus on, it's important for you to dedicate time to setting this stuff up. I absolutely know that working on these things feels like a lost time situation because you might be losing time right now but the amount of efficiencies and time that you gain that stack up forever and always after the fact is far too important for it to be ignored right now. So if you want help figuring out what this could look like, or even someone to help you implement these systems in your client management system, your project management system, your team communication system, we would love to chat with you. This is something that our team is super nerdy about and loves figuring out. So you can head over to bossproject.com slash waitlist and just let us know that crisis management, (laughs) planned things, unplanned things is what you're looking into, systems, strategic systems. And Abigail will have a chat with you about what makes sense and see if there's some magic that we can make happen together. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.